Good morning, everybody. Friday the 8th of December, this week's review. So we've definitely seen a drop-off this week on the classes. You've still got two weeks till Christmas. Two weeks, maybe you can learn a new skill. Maybe you can learn that little detail that's that's going to propel you forward in your progress. You can still get fitter. If you jack it in now and think, I'm not going to do anything now until the new year, that's it. Then that's three weeks that you're not going to do anything for. And it's going to be tough to get back. In the new year, you're going to feel it. And don't forget, in January, there's going to be loads of other distractions. Like, it's one of the most depressing months of the year. Financially, because people have have, have um, used all the spare cash for Christmas presents, obviously, and stuff like that. And you've indulged nights out, meals, all that kind of stuff. Then you're back in work after the break as well kids are back at school and you've got to try and dust yourself off and get back into training so environment trumps willpower every time so just obviously manage expectations but for two weeks now you can still get on the mat you can still turn up for training knowing that on Saturday the 23rd which is the last session of the of before Christmas sorry you can get in between Christmas and New Year. We'll come up, we'll come and talk about the uh, Christmas timetable in a second. But you can have time off over Christmas, that little week, that week between Christmas and New Year. Enjoy it. Knowing that you've put in the work leading up to it. So then you look at the other end of that spectrum. I'm sure there'll be people who have looked at the Christmas timetable and thought, well, that's not enough. I want to. I want to get in more than that. I want to get in more. I want more opportunities to get in and train. First of all, last year between Christmas and New Year, I opened up nearly every day, and just because the nature of the beast between Christmas and New Year, it wasn't very well attended. Had a few good open mats, but some of the other sessions I put on, hardly anyone was turning up, and I think we had four kids on one of the kids classes so that's why I decided this year we're just going to do two open mats an hour and a half each on the days that I've put on the timetable and because of the bank holidays there'd only be one Thursday class for the kids so I've decided to cancel that so for that week there'll be no kids classes because the Tuesday's the bank holiday Thursday we'll just have it off and there'll be two opportunities for adult open mats and then everything's back to normal new year so the other end of that coin is if you want loads of opportunities to train, I would argue that if you have been training right up to the last opportunity too, then I would just say, just enjoy that week off. Your body's going to um, thank you for it. Gives your mind chance to, to rest and not have to remember techniques and all that kind of stuff and the stress of sparring and all that. Give your body a rest and I bet you, in fact, I almost guarantee it, in the new year, you'll be flying. You'll be flying after that little break. Sometimes having a little break sets you up and you feel really good after it. 
I mean, if you're even if you're getting in for the open mats that we're going to be doing, then that's that's that, you're not even having any time off, really. So again, you've still got two weeks of classes to attend. Last classes on Saturday the twenty third. If you're attending up to Christmas, enjoy that week. Enjoy that week off. So the things that went well this week, the standard of the club, the overall standard of the club. I don't think we can be doing any more in terms of the, the application and the techniques that we're learning. We've, we've man I mean, don't get me wrong. So when, when I was like blue belt and obviously I started my own kind of club, it wasn't a club. It was just one day a week when I was purple belt. I think I just got my purple belt and I started coaching one day a week throughout me. My white belt was different. I was down South with that. Um, but my blue belt and early purple belt years, we didn't do any stand up. We always started sat down or on your knees and we had zero leg locks. I never got taught any leg locks, maybe one kind of foot lock. So it's only really since I've had my own club that I've really pushed those things. I understand that they were a weak part or they were a, um, a gap in my game and my overall knowledge. So I've worked really hard to try and get us all up to speed so we feel comfortable standing in judo and wrestling and we feel comfortable in leg locks. I don't think as a club we have a weak aspect or we're not missing we're not missing out on anything I mean you could argue that we don't do a lot of lapel work in the gi but that is boring as fuck stalling it is something we should actually or I should actually know as, a, as an instructor because that is what people are doing in the IBJJF when they're competing at high levels using the lapel but it's very staller it doesn't make for a very exciting um, gi match which brings me to another point actually and uh, I wasn't going to talk about this, but I had a conversation on Instagram with a lot of the lads from Evolution. Um, loves the gi. Also watches no gi, but is predominantly a gi guy. And I would argue I'm in both camps. I enjoy both. However, we, we were both saying that like everyone raves about no gi and submission grappling being like more exciting, more audience-friendly. But on a recent WNO promotion on floor grappling... There was some real boring matches, like just constant hand fighting, no takedowns, 10-minute matches where people just stand up and remove collar ties and snap downs and no one actually does anything. So you can get boring matches. I mean, the other side of it as well is instead of just standing up, people sitting down, butt scooting and just both attacking leg locks and not coming up and trying to pass. That can be really boring as well. So I think it depends on the athlete, on the style, and maybe the rule set will dictate that how interesting a match is. But don't get it twisted. You can have boring matches in the gi, certainly, but you can also have boring matches in no gi. But I think, on the whole, 
And if I look back over the last 12 months, the improvements we've made in those departments, standing, judo wrestling, leg locks, guard passing, top control, playing guard, we're all improving massively. And the standard of the club is, I'm really, I'm really proud of the standard of the club that we've got in terms of the technique. I've said it before, but I think that the environment of the club is second to none. I don't think another club has got the same environment that, that we have. And I'm not just saying that. And that is a testament to obviously all the members who come in and help each other out, making sure the new new people who are on trials are being looked after and not left on their own in a corner. There's nothing worse, is there? On a positive, for me, something that went well for me, uh, personally, I've been having shoulder issues and... Weirdly or not weirdly, because the body seems to work in that way, doesn't it? Um, I stopped doing any kind of press, so I've not horizontal pressed, as in bench or um, vertical press, as in like a shoulder press. I've not done any kind of pressing motion for, I mean, I've not benched for probably like well over maybe 18 months. And because of my shoulder issue, I've not been able to do standing press. But I've done a lot of back work, deadlifts, upright um, bent over rows, all that kind of stuff to um, combat the movements in jiu-jitsu. Jiu-jitsu is very, everything's closed in and curved and concave, whereas like doing back workouts opens everything up. So you don't end up in that in that crunched over, hunchback position constantly. I thought that was doing me good, but I'm not working. I've simply just neglected the delt, the shoulder, and the chest. And I've been having really bad shoulder mobility issues, really painful. So I couldn't put my hand in the small of my back. Now, I was listening to someone talk over the weekend on a podcast. And interestingly enough, the same conversation came up when I was walking my dog around Carmel Dam with one of my mates on the weekend. He's a personal trainer. And he was talking about the theory that there are no bad movements, only like, bad mobility and not being able to do those movements. So you need to scale right down, whether that's just with the bar, whether that's with very light weight and using full range of motion. So this podcast I was listening to, the guy was talking about a much better angle for your shoulders is to work incline press. So whether that's dumbbells or bench. So I did a little experiment on me, one of my workouts during the week. I set the bench up for the incline very lightweight, but full range of motion to the bar, touching my chest and full extension at the top. And for the days after that, I mean, it didn't go very heavy. I was just working the range of motion and getting a full stretch in the, the pec tie and delt. My shoulder felt amazing. Honestly, it felt amazing. I had full range of motion or more range of motion than I've had. I could put my hand in my small on my back and it felt it felt good. It felt strong. So I think the fact that you neglect these movements, you still need to work them and build strength in the in the position to get the antagonist and protagonist muscles going. So the delt and the pec, if you never did any back work, then you would end up being tight that way. So doing the back opens up that muscle. And I was doing it the other way. I was opening up, but there was no strength or opposite movement 
in that Delton pack, if that makes sense. I mean, I'm not a personal trainer. This is just like bro science. Um, but it seems to have helped. So incline bench, if you're having shoulder issues, maybe give it a go, but very light and just concentrate on full range of motion. So that was a positive for me that I've managed to be able to bench and I'm, I'm happy about that. So opportunities for learning. I realised this um, not long after starting the wrestling classes with Ross that I don't actually teach a no-gi class anymore. And I enjoy teaching no-gi. I enjoy training no-gi. And it kind of, it was highlighted that there's, because of the Friday postponement as well of the Friday lunch, uh, Friday tea time no-gi class, obviously there's less opportunities until the new year to do no-gi. So we have the Monday, half past seven, Wednesday's wrestling six till seven, and then a Saturday morning, which is more um, specific sparring and positional-based stuff. We spoke about this a few months ago in an email. I think I put it out there, or I did a poll on the WhatsApp group about a leglock class. So we're going to introduce a leglock-specific class next year, very early on next year, um, early in January. And it'll be probably a Thursday after the all levels jiu-jitsu class so seven till eight will be jiu-jitsu class and then eight till nine will be leg lock specific nogi class and what will happen is we'll split the mat in half half will do nogi leg locks the other half will be gi sparring for those who want to stay on and do rounds after the gi class the nogi leg lock class will be a technical class so don't think if you're staying on after gi you're going to get smashed and there's going to be loads of rounds it's going to be more technical as footlocks tend to be and leg lock attacks tend to be. And maybe we'll do like one round, a few specific sparring rounds within the class. So there won't be sparring after class at nine because people want to get off and get home, understandably so. It'll be more technical and we'll build up and I'll, I'll come up with a, a curriculum and a syllabus so we can really work over the, at least for the first quarter of the year, certain positions, certain entries, defence, and then hopefully the plan is over the last twelve months, next twelve months, those people who have, who have, who are in the gap, who've never done really leg locks before, or those who have got leg locks as well, we'll sharpen them up, and we can all we can level the playing field a little bit. So that was an opportunity for learning. I've realised that. So. Points to take forward, knowing that I knowing what I know now, points to take forward. There's an idea in my head that in the new year I'm gonna set up a bit of a committer. Um just so I mean what's the saying? That you can you can't see the wood for the trees. So because I'm in amongst it all the time and I'm trying to think of um marketing, run the classes, run the sessions, sometimes I forget or I'm not aware of things that are going on at the club level. I try my best to, but I'm thinking of all sorts of other things that sometimes I can't have my eye on the ball in that respect. So maybe set up a committee so that will be involved with those who will be involved with that and maybe, I don't know, some of the, the coaches, some of the um, members who've been training with us for a while, almost from the beginning. Um 
maybe some parents of the kids and just a little bit of a soundboard every now and again I might just set up a little WhatsApp group not for putting shit memes in but like really for if I put something out that maybe there's suggestions as what I'm missing suggestions on another class maybe or different things we can do just to get other people's opinions and I can work from that ultimately it'll be my decision what we do and how we move forward but other suggestions from other people will be welcomed so I think that's something for 2024 definitely so that's it thanks for listening remember two weeks worth of classes left so it'll be two weeks tomorrow worth of classes left try and get down get that working before you can really enjoy yourself over Christmas and not feel guilty for indulging in a few beers loads of cake loads of mince pies I love mince pies me Costco mince pies I've smashed a pack of 12 Costco mince pies since last Sunday yeah but I'm training so I don't give a fuck I'm going to train all the way up to Christmas I'll do the two open mats might get in a bit of gym work between Christmas and New Year and then we're back in 2024 January and I won't have skipped a beat so don't feel guilty for having that little week off between Christmas and New Year if you've done the work anyway take it easy see you on the mats